All right, so we're starting the second to last show of the year here with a special guest, Scott Volpe, who comes in once a year to make fun of me while I'm on the air. <laughs> well, seeing that I'm your only listener, I thought I would come in and make a guest appearance. Matt Austin listens also. There you go. Yeah, so I got two. I don't think, um, actually, Chantel listens too often. <laughs> Pete never does. Well, I live busy. it. I don't need to listen That's to it. That's right. He's got two kids. Well, no, he's too busy with all those other podcasts that he listens to. Oh, <laughs> not, uh, that's not true. Is it, Pete? Of course not, Paul. <laughs> no You know podcast. what the delay there was with him answering? <laughs> he was listening to another podcast. <laughs> that's not pause, even Pause, funny. pause, pause. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. I listen to those other podcasts. I know which one is best. <laughs> he says as he pats himself on the back. Yeah. Literally. Uh, they're good. They're good, but they aren't as good as this one. And they're all very good. We're all, we all treat our podcasts very well around here. Yeah, they're, uh, you're right. We have the most listeners on. By two. <laughs> <laughs> And today we're visiting again with Devin Scanlon, the owner of Chick-fil-A in Brookfield. Devin has won a lot of recognition for the excellent way she runs her operation, and we're going to talk to her about that. And now before our regular listeners become incensed, I want to say that while Chick-fil-A founders down south have sometimes said contemptible things based on their reading of the Bible, Devin doesn't stand with that. She's not a part of all that. She's very welcoming and open to everyone, including customers and the people she hires, which include many Westcon students. I'm Paul Steinmetz here with Scott Volpe, and this is WCSU 411, the podcast that gets into everything that can be remotely connected to Western Connecticut State University. Now let's talk to Devin. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> Are we keeping that? Yes. Yeah. Oh That's a good podcast, man. Thanks for joining us again, Devin. My pleasure. Excited to be on, on again. That's right. So tell us about this great program that you did and that you got recognized for. It's called Win Every Day Program. Absolutely. So um, we are testing it for all of Chick-fil-A yeah. right now, and it's a program about execution. So excelling in execution in your business is doing the right thing the right way every time. Mm -hmm. And that is not that's something that's very easy, mm -hmm. especially when you see thousands of guests a day like we do. Yeah. And so really, ultimately, the challenge is about getting your team on board to not take sh shortcuts and to give the same experience and product to every guest that walks in your door, no matter who's serving them. And so with a large team of over, you know, 85 people, how do we make sure that that experience is the same at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., 7 p.m., when I have a majority at night of high schoolers? How do they execute? And how are they executing on that level that we need them to? So mm -hmm. that's what the program is really about. And there is three concepts with the program. The first is track your progress. The second is pursue mastery. And the third is help others win. Hmm. And those are the three elements to win every day. And with help others win, you mean uh, colleagues helping each other? 
Yes, they believe it is um, the psychology of somebody on your team that helps other people um, is the right culture to have. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're actually testing an app um, for our team, and they have to fill out the app. It's three questions at the end of their shift. And it's actually based upon the principle of Clemson football. Um, they're using an app for their players at the end of every practice. practice. And, you know, Clemson just won the national championship. Mm-hmm. And it's really about sex, self-reflection. So my team is being asked things like, how did you pursue mastery today? And who did you help win? And then all that information goes into a system. And then we're, we are rewarding them on who they've helped. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's also allowing us to see and gauge who's feeling like they are mastering something or they're not mastering something. So it's allowing the communication to flow a lot more naturally of, hey, I saw you only ranked yourself a five on a scale of one to 10 um, on mastery. Is there, there are ways we can help? Is there any more training we can give you? Um, and so that app has really allowed self-reflection at the end of every shift and allowed them to think about execution on every shift. We've also implemented what we call as our daily huddles, our daily team huddles. Mm -hmm. And what we've heard a lot about in business is it's hard to get everyone together. It's hard to keep everyone on the same page. So throughout the past five months, we've really we've really concentrated on internal communication. And my team, they come in at all different times, like 15 minute increments, they come in. So my team was like, we can't do it. It needs to be an email. It needs to be a text message. And I said, well, what are we really doing if we can't have a face-to-face conversation with our team every day Mm -hmm. for five minutes on what our goals are, where we stand with our goals, how they impact the goals, what we're working on today, what are upcoming events. Um, And so that's been I think one of the breakthroughs to win every day is just communication. Mm -hmm. And now what we're seeing is we're finally seeing our team asking, how are we doing on our goals? What are our customers saying about us? Do we get a hundred on the, you know, the health department um, grading scale? Um, They're asking questions that they've never wanted or seem to want to be involved with. Mm -hmm. And the culture and the buy-in is something that um, I've never seen better with this. And we really started the program with just a launch. And so the launch was just a kickoff to our year. What are we trying to accomplish? How are we going to get there? And sharing the vision and the goals with the entire team. And so that launch for any business owner was just a way to get the entire team together to say, this is who we want to be this year. And this is what we're trying to achieve. Um, And so that also was a win for us. Um, And so what we've experienced through trying this entire program out is we're reaching goals and milestones that we never believed we could reach before. Mm. And so some of the metrics and some of the things we've achieved is uh, we've, we got one of the first 100 on our food quality Mm. um, from an external auditor that came in. Um, We are upselling. We have an upsell program. My team has doubled the amount of large fries they sell every month. Um, And that's just by tracking the progress, setting the goal, and communicating the goal. Um, We have more buy-in. Business is getting – we're up 18% in sales this year so far. Um, Business is getting more difficult, but the culture's never been better. The work is just as hard, but the team is happier. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we ask the question to the team, and especially my kitchen team, is what has changed? And they said – 
It's just a better place to work. That's pretty amazing because you worked yeah. hard to do that anyway, right? Yeah, we did. Culture was, uh, from the first podcast, culture is really what we were all about. And so that's what we focused on. But now the culture is perpetuating itself, and it's not just led by me. It's being uh, led by my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the win everyday concept really started with um, having my team know what the goal was. So the goal of the win every day is the definition of execution, doing the right thing the right way every time. Mm -hmm. And we believed unless our team could recite that back to us in English or Spanish, they would never really truly be able to execute because they didn't know what it meant to execute. And execution was not something that was in our our vocabulary at Chick-fil-A Brookfield. It was come to work, be nice, put a great product out really fast, a clean environment. Mm-hmm. But we never really talked about execution. And execution really is a very important business fundamental in any business. Um, so that's where we began with yeah. the team being able to recite that back. It's every business, you're right. and But it's so it easy to uh, run the restaurant every day, right? And Yeah. I think you get caught up in the quicksand mm-hmm. of it all. In any business. So you just, you're putting out fires. Every day is different. So really what we did is every leader has one goal they have to accomplish every day. Mm. That's it. It could be a minimal goal. It could be get the schedule out. But how we've changed as a leadership team is I go in and I say, what is one thing I can do to help you today? Mm. Help you win today. And it may be nothing or it may be, hey, I need you to cover me for five minutes so I can go get this one thing done. Mm -hmm. So just by us asking the question differently, it has helped the leadership team as well execute on a different level, they're more strategic. And Mm -hmm. as a business owner, I'm not needed as much in in the quicksand. Mm -hmm. I'm needed at a different level. So it's really helped us just put our heads above water um, and stop operating in the quicksand of business. And that's something that uh, every business could use as well. Yeah, it's it's a pretty simple concept, but um, how the win every day, I believe, is has allowed the team. It's a simple message, and it's something that can be applied in your work life and in your personal life. So mm. they're asking themselves, how am I going to win today? What am I going to do to win today? Mm. And I know myself as a as a mom of two and a business owner and a wife, that's, that's the question I'm asking myself as I'm getting out of bed in the morning, mm-hmm. what do I have to do to win today? And it's actually helped me on all levels. Um, and at, what I see is helping everyone on all levels in my business. Um, so there's really, it's not rocket science. It's just a program that um, allows the teams to all get on the same page. And I think that's the hard part in business is everybody interprets communication differently. They don't know what their goal is coming to work. They just think that they're on a register taking order after order after order. Mm-hmm. And if they can understand what their the bigger goal is and understand how they impact that bigger goal, they're more inspired. Sure. When yeah. headquarters first proposed this to you, did you say – how am I going to handle this along with everything else I'm doing? Or did you just oh, jump absolutely. in? Absolutely. <laughs> so it's a funny story. So we did the first, this pilot has been in the works for two years. And so the first pilot was much more complex um, and it had us working on all different things. We would focus on one piece of our business, do a six week stretch, what we call the sprint in say order accuracy. Okay. So is everyone's order right going off out the drive through? Mm-hmm. So we would just focus on that. 
And we just did a really good job of simplifying, adding one simple process behind every um, part of our business that would improve it. Now, it was too hard to apply throughout the entire chain. So they came back to us this year and said, would you like to be in the second pilot? And I said, I actually said, no, I said, we got, we got the concepts, we're applying the concepts, but what they did is they changed the definitions so they could be easily recited, easy to remember. Um, And so what also happened was I started seeing myself as the head coach. So on Saturdays, which is our busiest day by far, I'm the one who leads the team huddle or my directors lead the team huddle instead Mm -hmm. of just our team members leading the team huddle. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a level of intensity started when I was leading the team huddles. Um, Everybody was cheering and reciting things back. Um, And so I kind of changed as a leader as well as we went into the second phase of the pilot. Now, yes, the whole thing is we've grown 18% and we are still putting out fires and every day is a little bit crazy, but um, we found the time to implement just basic principles and basic things that have helped our business. So for example, track your progress. So now we have scoreboards in the back of our restaurant and the scoreboards are changed and our team always knows where they stand, what the guests are saying, where we track our financials, where we are for the month. Um, we They know financially where we are. They know um, overall guest satisfaction. They know what the guests are saying about our speed. Um, and so they say, oh, yes, we're at 89%. Or they're saying, oh, no, we fell a point. And they go, we got to do better today. And so just by putting the metrics up, which mm-hmm. wasn't, didn't take any time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just helped them move, help me help them move the business forward. Yeah. So it's not just me moving the business forward, it's the entire team moving the business forward. Um, but also some things occurred when we started this new frame of mind, win every day. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is everybody in your team, do they want to win? And some people we had to say, this no longer fits for them. Mm-hmm. My organization no longer fits for them because they didn't want to win. They just wanted to come in and punch in and not contribute. Mm-hmm. Contribute on, you know, one task, but not contribute in the overall results of the business. They mm-hmm. didn't care. And if you don't care, you can't work on my team. And so that is that was a hard part for me, is that we had to make some decisions on team members that just weren't gonna make the cut mm-hmm. with this new program. Um, but in any program we said, okay, so we called them back. We said, yes, we're going to do it. Um, after we talked with the team, we talked with the leaders because it's all or nothing. Like you either do a program or you don't. And so it had to be important to me in order for it to trickle down. And so I had to get fully on board before we made changes because what really happens in the whole program was I'm the one who changed. Mm. So was, getting a 96 good enough with the health department? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. And so we need to get a hundred and that's not easy. And no. we get need to get a hundred every single day. And so the, some mental toughness needed to come on my part of not just dealing with the results of we've never grown in double digits in sales ever. Mm. We've never had a, we've had a wait list once to work at our restaurant. Um, there's just been things that have, I've just been okay with. 
And so I had to get some mental toughness about I want to win. And what does that look like for me as the overall leader? Yeah. And you're pretty uh, hyped up anyway, but it's, that is, <laughs> Yes, right? I, I am. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I don't know how you would say it, but I have a lot of energy and I want to do things with this business that the greater Danbury area has never seen and I want to have an impact. So for me, it's not about chicken. It's about how we impact our community and mm-hmm. how we impact people. And that's what makes me so excited every day is the impact we can have owning a business in my hometown. And so to get my team on board with that, that has been a challenge is that they see their role as making fries every day. Mm-hmm. So we've had to do things differently um, to get to our, to continue our journey. And I think really the, the pursue mastery um, f- fundamental in this pursue, it's a journey. And so I really viewed that as every day, how are we pursuing mastery? Hmm. And we're never going to be masters. Let's just, we, we, no one is ever really the master. You can always be better. And so we stopped comparing ourselves to other Chick-fil-A's and to other restaurants in the area and other businesses. And we said, how can we be the best version of us? So what happened with the pursue mastery is we had to redefine what it meant for us to win. And so what does it mean to win? And so that was another thing that came out of us doing this program is we're like, let's win, let's win, let's win. But we were never celebrating our wins. Like we were always like trying to go for the next thing. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was we started celebrating a whole lot more in the restaurant with the team, which then leads to a better culture and a lot more laughter. Um, And so that pursued mastery piece is that journey of excellence. Um, And so that's, I think that also, that just the word pursue has been really good for me and the leadership team. Mm -hmm. And it's good that the uh, headquarters has uh, addressed it that way or defined it that way too, right? They could say, okay, meet these uh, goals here, here, and here, and uh, without thinking about it as a journey. I think the challenge is is Chick-fil-A is a top brand right now. Um, It's the top fast food brand. Um, on all the uh, all the metrics and every survey that goes out for quick service restaurants. Um, so how do you propel the brand forward mm-hmm. when you're when you are seen as one of the best? You can't get complacent complacent and you can't get comfortable. And so it has been easy for us because we are new. We're going into year five in the Danbury area. Mm-hmm. So that's still considered new. So there's a lot of people who haven't tried us out there, um, and we're still breaking through a lot of the, the you know, the boundaries of what Chick-fil-A means in the area, um, who they are. Um, and so, but for, for the chain, if you're down in Georgia, there's a Chick-fil-A every, you know, five miles that brand is established and Mm -hmm. how do you continue to create that excellence and not just rest on what everybody loves us. Mm -hmm. And so it's continuously getting better. And how do you put a program in place across a chain that resonates with individual owner operators um, and that they can grasp onto, but their team can grasp onto. And so Chick-fil-A is always looking to get better, do better, serve a better product, um, have that craveable food so fast and so hot and fresh with an amazing team. But it's gotten harder to do business in every state, in every area. And so, you know, with unemployment rates being so low and us trying to find the right talent, um, and we don't want to go to a computerized system. Mm -hmm. We want that face-to-face interaction with the guests. We want 
to make that what we're about. And so Chick-fil-A needs to continuously come up with new strategies and new programs for us as owner-operators to bring into our business and apply and win. And so I think that's really what the, the concept is about, is um, something that the team can hold on to, a program that they can get excited about. And didn't they bring you down to the, whatever their annual uh, gig and have you present about uh, the program? They did, and, because yeah. I have such a, well, being from Connecticut, I'm about as open and honest as you'll ever meet. And so I'm a Northeastern girl, a woman. And so I went down and after the first program, I came back to my restaurant and my business and I put the program on the shelf hmm. and I went away for this great workshop. It was amazing. And then after a month of being away, I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to get to this, this new program. And I said, wow, like, isn't this so easy just to put this up on the shelf and not do anything with mm-hmm. it? And I think that's the essence as business owners or as general managers or managers in a business, in a large business, that it's like I don't have time to add one more thing. Mm-hmm. So what we had to do is we had to say no to some things. We had to rethink some things. We had to clear the space to add this program. And so how do you do that is really looking at your time, being intentional with your time, and being intentional with the messaging to your team. And so now the messaging to my team looks the same as it would to an external guest. Mm. So no longer are there Word documents taped up on bulletin boards. I have real marketing plays to my team, my internal guests, mm-hmm. um, internal communication. What does that look like? Um, a lot of those things. But what was so funny was I told the story of putting it up on the shelf after I went to this great program. And really, as I sat in the audience, I was like, oh, we got this. We got this. We got this. And I returned to my restaurant some of the basic things you need in order to begin execution in your restaurant is can your team recite your mission statement? Mm. I thought they could, (laughs) but the when I asked them, guess who couldn't? And I live and die on culture. So I said, yeah, my team can recite the three core values. We have it written everywhere. We talk about it. But when I asked them, they couldn't recite the three core values of our restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so it was disappointing And I had to face the facts. I thought we were in one place, but we weren't really there. Mm -hmm. And so that's not always easy as a leader either, because you like, I was like, we're great at this. We're great at this. And then to find out when I really started asking questions that we weren't as great as we thought we were. And I wasn't as great as I thought I was as a leader. Mm -hmm. And so I told that story from the first pilot to the second pilot and all the owners were just dying laughing. And they, we were allowed to bring some managers and directors with us and they were all laughing because what the true business, what is really going on in your business, it is not easy to always take a look and ask those questions Mm -hmm. and really see, okay, this is the, this is the real baseline of where we're at. And so that's what it took for us to get to this level. We are at now. And that's not, that's not always easy because it, as a leader, you feel like you did something wrong. And it's, we're all only one person, but as the main leader, I had to come to grips with, okay, how can I become a better communicator? Mm -hmm. What can, what programs can I implement? So the team knows the mission statement, knows the culture, but before you even go into execution, you have to win the hearts of your team. Cause if your team doesn't care, 
you will not be able to execute. Right. So there's a lot of steps that need to happen before you even get to the execution step. Um, and so that's, I'm thankful that we, I've done the work into winning my team's heart mm-hmm. um, to get to that execution phase. So you were down talking to all the other business owners, restaurant owners, yes. uh, and you were the example of how to do it right. And right. you're standing in front of a bunch of rednecks, right? A lot of them. <laughs> no. How did that go? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, it, was, it, was, it was just like I, the, I had to be transparent. Hmm. So in order to be asked to speak, they knew I was going to be truthful and honest. So it's not like, oh, we do this great, we do this great, we do this great. Mm-hmm. So I think they found it really refreshing, and they find that that is one of the strengths that I have as a leader is I'm very transparent. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that's how I've won the hearts of my team is they know what I'm good at, and they know what I'm bad at, and I'll tell them what I'm bad at, and I apologize for making mistakes. And um, so – it was easy for me to be transparent because I don't pretend like I know everything and no one will will ever move ahead pretending they know everything or they're great at everything. So I had to put myself out there in front of our other owners and, and um, Chick-fil-A corporate staff. And, but I had to tell the story so they would understand that the program works Mm -hmm. and that if they buy in that they will see amazing results and really with little effort to be quite honest with you. And so just by adding communication and tracking progress and celebrating and defining the win, we have been able to make huge strides in our business. Uh, but it was not, it's not always easy to be transparent in front of a, a room of your peers. Right. Um, yeah. So. Especially being from Connecticut, they probably hated you when you stood up there right? until after your talk. <laughs> like, Who is this Northern woman up there? No, it was, they, they thought it was really funny and, um, just honest and true. And I think a lot of times uh, people just just do go about their business and want to own their own business, but they're not always looking to um, to really share. And so I just really shared with them what our struggles were with the first program and how we're going to move into the second program. And I tell you, when I got back, I didn't put it on the shelf. Hmm. We went right at it and just started to strengthen ourselves and started the win everyday concept. And um, that kickoff with the team probably was one of the biggest wins. Um, it was, we celebrated, we had fun. Um, and we just, we poured Gatorade over the team with um, confetti, <laughs> like a championship football team would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and really our business, we, parlayed into that sports analogy Hmm. and it really it really took off with the high school kids and my adults that work there and hispanic culture it just it flowed through all of the cultures of the organization and didn't chick-fil-a recognize you with an award or something a recognition yeah so we got um a top gun award and the top gun award's kind of funny um So we have been working on a year on our speed and order accuracy. And we never, like I told you before, we stopped comparing ourselves to everyone else. And Mm -hmm. we had no idea how we were. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, oh, we're just not fast enough. Our order accuracy, we could be better. Um, We still get things wrong once in a while. And um, we didn't realize it. And then in the mail came a certificate with like a whole bunch of awards for our team and it was, um, we are top 10% in speed and order, ac- order accuracy for the entire chain in our drive through And so um, we were shocked. We had no <laughs> idea <laughs> because we, we are, we're pursuing mastery. So right. we just, all we want to do is get better than the day before or the month before. So 
it does lead to a feeling of we're not winning when you don't compare yourself to other people um, or don't like we just compared ourselves and we're like, got to get better, got to get better, got to get better. But we never stopped to really realize that what we were doing was great, mm-hmm. how we were doing was great. And so when we got that award, we were just like, what? We're this good? We had no idea. So yeah, that was exciting. You should teach a business class. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I, I, I was kind of, I do go into the entrepreneurship class that Paula's, um, Azinger's, um, yeah, she Paula. teaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, they, the students just love it. We just talk about a lot of different things and, um, that I learn more from the students than they do for me half the time. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. And so for the next year, are you going to, just keep doing this learning mastery or are you, are they throwing you into another uh, fire? So, yeah, so this, so this is the end, the end of the test is May. And so then they'll do another evaluation. So they did an evaluation of my team at the beginning of January and they'll do no evaluation at the end of the month. And that's a self-evaluation for them. So, Mm. you know, did we talk about execution? Do they know what it means? Like just to see where we are and then we also will get secret shopped again, which I love. Um, I loved about the program. I didn't even know when it was happening, and they just sent us a result. So we got secret shopped, and then they'll secret shop us again to see if the results got any better. Yeah. Um, so, and then this is something we're just going to take with us. Um, this is just another tool in our arsenal of how we've strengthened ourselves and how we move the business forward. Um, and then the brand is just growing. So mm-hmm. we're up 18% year to date um, and just really trying to find the, the, step, the team to help us execute this vision um, is where we're all focused on right now. Um, and so we're just going to continue down this path. And what we've learned from this is communication to your team. We've learned tracking the progress. The team wants to know the score. You can't win unless you know the score. Um, and then helping others win. I'm not so sure how we're going to continue that. That's really a piece of our culture. Um, the app has been good, but it's not something that we're going to continue with, I think. It's um, at the end of a shift or an end of a day, people don't want to self-reflect. It's, it's a hard thing it for somebody hard, yeah. to want to sit down and self-reflect on how they did to win. Right. Um, so it's been hard on the team to say, I just want to get out of here. It's been such a hard day. Like Saturdays, you know, we're all sweating. We're all working as hard as we can. So I don't know if there's a better way we can do that or, or um, track how others are helping each other. Right now we have an employee, um, it's, it's called our MVP award. And at the end of our big shifts on Saturdays, whoever helped people and we saw them helping, they get a gift card to like Amazon or somewhere around the te- or around Danbury just to say thank you. And I started putting those on social media a little bit more just to make people feel recognized because my team deserves to be recognized, not just by me, but by right. everybody. Right. So no, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it so sounds like it's a lot of the small great. stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's just every day just trying to get better in a business. And um, the volume of our business is something that's just, it's hard. And mm-hmm. um, we're trying to hold on. And we've never seen double-digit increases um, in our Brookfield location, mm-hmm. which is exciting. And people are starting to order catering. And mm. we're just thinking differently. We're going to try to do the chow down in Danbury for the first time and go outside of our restaurant on Thursdays and do lunch downtown Danbury. Oh, that'll be and we're cool. looking forward to that. 
Yeah, and so how are we, how are we going to win? We can need to get our craveable food in different people who wouldn't come to our restaurant, mm-hmm. um, who might try it at Chowdown or, you know, and just just really thinking differently about the business. I also bought a billboard on 84, um, which was a huge investment, and just really trying different things in the marketing realm. Um, it's just an exciting time for us. Um, so we're just going to keep that energy and momentum going with the win every day. Um, and my team's asking me, how did I win today? And that's all, not always an easy question for a business owner. So um, we're having some fun with it. Yeah, that sounds great. Congratulations on your hard work paying off. And uh, Thanks, Paul. let's talk to you again and uh, when the next uh, big success comes, okay? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks a lot, Devin, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks so much. Sure. Bye-bye. As you might imagine, WCSU 411 and the other pods come to you from Western Connecticut State University, which offers a high-quality, affordable education. If you have questions about enrolling at WestCon, send an email to admissions at wcsu.edu. And now, recorded live from the basement of Whitehall, here's our co-host, Chantel Williams. And she took a break from her homework to come visit us today. (laughs) I did. (laughs) But I think that's everyone typing away. Like, I was just in the hallway, just typing away. And I was like, you know what? Let me take my break and come to the podcast. Yeah, do something fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, you know, at least my paper is like halfway done like I'm literally almost there so I'm kind of proud of myself because I did not procrastinate and I started (laughs) early so that's the way to succeed here so now I have to start my other paper but you know (laughs) it'll get done you know (laughs) you know one is started the other one is getting started so yeah you're in good shape yeah and apparently I'm gonna have time while I'm on the shuttle to type some up because there's a whole like I don't know a truck spilled some nails on the road so there's like a whole backup so that's (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> on the way to the West Side campus. Yeah, like I got the email and I was like, well, how do they know it's like a thousand, you know, na- like did they count each one and know like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, this is the amount of nails that are on the road. So just be cautious. And I'm just like, that's great. That's it's interesting. Just... You thought all that. I wrote yeah. that email. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> how we... did you know? <laughs> <laughs> we checked with the police first oh, and wow. they told us. That's, uh, yeah. So it's like Rain Man with time. the toothpicks. Yeah. <laughs> Paul just looks and he can count them all. <laughs> So now I know, and so now I'm on the shuttle, I have time to, you know, yeah, just you type will. away, you know? It'll take a long time to get <laughs> right. back. Yeah, I feel bad. I hope none of, like, the carnival rides are, like, oh. you know, being transported today, because I know some of them are there in the lot already, but, um, yeah, I don't know. You can still get around. You have to oh, take good. the detour. Yeah. But you can get up the driveway. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know, it's, it's a great way to end the semester, I guess. <laughs> there might as well be something like right. that. Right. You know, last year it was the virus. This year it's mm. nails. So, you know, it's, it's something. <laughs> it's always something to end it off. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully the nails will last less time. Yeah. Shorter yeah. time. Hopefully. <laughs> right. I don't think there's going to be any cancellation of classes, which students are hoping for. But <laughs> no, there won't good. be. Right. <laughs> You'll have a good excuse, I guess, if you're, if all you're late. Tires yeah, yeah. Flat. That is true. That's very true. <laughs> I'm glad you thought of that. I can tell my friends now, like, hey, I have an excuse for you. (laughs) Don't use my name. Right. (laughs) I just heard it from a source. I'm not (laughs) going to drop any hints. (laughs) But, yeah, um, so it's the end of West Fest week. We made it through two weeks. Um, I'm super excited. Like, it's it's a fun time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How did um, Coney Island go? It was really fun. I was afraid of the weather. I thought, you know, we were going to get, you know, 
poured you know yeah. on but it actually turned out to be a beautiful day hmm. on the way up there um it was about it was like just drizzling just a little bit um and then when we got there it just like stopped and the sun came out and it was just a nice wow. day and it turned out to be very warm and it was just nice it was fun that's yeah. good I had a fun time. I would definitely go there again. Um, I rode the Cyclone, which is like mm. the uh, the staple like roller coaster. It's been around since like what nineteen, ooh, I think fifties or something or seventy. I'm not sure. It's been a uh, it's been at least around the 50s, yeah. a long time. And I rode it, and I was like, oh my god, my head was going like back and forth. <laughs> I was like, it was a fun ride, but like that thing will jerk you all over the place. Like you go yeah. everywhere, but it was really fun. I really enjoyed myself. Um, and how was the food? The food was great. Um, we ate at Applebee's cause there's like a Applebee's right across the street, like on the strip <laughs> and there's like a IHOP and there's like a Dairy Queen and what else? Uh, it was just like a whole bunch of stuff. Like, and so we had stuff on the boardwalk also by the beach. So there's like seafood places, you know, the <laughs> regular hot dog burgers, um, nachos, you know, Nathan's hot dogs and stuff like that. The line was ridiculous, but um, <laughs> I think that's I, where Nathan's was invented. I'm I, not it sure. probably was. I think that was the original Nathan's. Yeah. I remember one of the locals saying like, "Oh yeah, I went to the original Nathan's." So I th- believe that mm-hmm. was the original one. And no wonder the line was like out the the door. It was crazy. They had like four lines going at a time. So wow. Yeah, but I got my funnel cake, which I was happy about. Um, And then, yeah, so I had some hot, I had a hot dog from Nathan's, and then I had, um, then we went to Applebee's later on in the day before we left to get back on the bus, and that was fun. It it was good. So So we had a good time. Well fed. Yes, it was in all for $5. So we had, we got the wristband, so you could ride any ride um, unlimited. So you can go on it 100 times if you want to. Um, Yeah, and, all for five dollars yeah. so we didn't have to pay much for and it and you could still sleep in that morning yes right? yeah because the bus didn't what leave until 11 so yeah. and you could sleep on the bus also <laughs> and on the way back we had a movie so it was nice it was a really nice trip hmm. yeah thank and we you, got West free Con. towels and yeah SGA, and we got free uh towels so thank hmm. you yeah wow yeah it was a very fun trip no t-shirts no i i miss the t-shirts though but i mean you have an opportunity to get free t-shirts at the carnival because mm. they've been hang, um, handing them out every week um but you know first come first serves those t-shirts go fast like i tried <laughs> to get some yesterday at the student center when they were hanging handing out the um bamboo like oh yeah yeah and they were handing out uh free t-shirts but i didn't get a i didn't get one because I, I came too late but I'm going to get one before the carnival. <laughs> you better. Yeah. <laughs> You're the reason everybody's going to I know, it. right? I need to get my T-shirt. I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm going to say, like, listen, I've been promoting this for weeks now. I need my T-shirt. <laughs> if you don't get a T-shirt, we'll get, make sure you get another piece of bamboo. Oh, great. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Extra the luck, you know? There's the probably piece. some left over. There's probably some. Yeah, and they came out very nice, too. Like, mm. you could um, put your own rocks in there, and, like, they had different colors, and it, it was very cute. So, did you do uh, that? I did. I, yeah. I made mine a purple and um, tan, so, yeah. <laughs> it's sitting right in my office, <laughs> so right there, yeah. And I watered it a little bit, um, which you don't have to water them a lot, apparently. So you could leave it there all summer. Yeah, though, and Daryl will water. It. Yeah, he'll he'll water it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, it'll probably be dead by the time I get back if you don't remember. But <laughs> I'll I'll send him a reminder to do it. That's <laughs> so, a good idea. Yeah. So that was uh, Coney Island, and that was uh, yesterday. Also, was like you know the the bamboo thing. So that happened yesterday, and so this week we have more opportunities to get free free stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just T-shirts, but free stuff in general. <laughs> so um, the first event that's happening uh, May 9th 
is the 10th annual drag show um, brought to you by GSA. Um, and I'm excited about this because the uh, drag show last year was great. I had a great time. Um, and it, the show starts at 8 p.m. in Ives um, Concert Hall which is Whitehall Midtown Campus. So come out and have a good time. Again, they love to get the crowd involved and everyone loves to have a good time. So that's happening May 9th, um, Thursday, 8 p.m., Whitehall. So uh, that should be a fun event. And I'm sure they're handing out free stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Everyone is. So Was <laughs> that your first drag show last year? Yeah, it was. And it was fun. It was so much fun. So I can't wait to go this year. Well, I'm hoping I can go. I have meetings, like, back to back to back, but I'm going to make time to go. So yeah. <laughs> I would love to go and um, see everyone again. And um, the flyer looks great. Looks like they have like a lot of great hosts and a lot of great um, segments like that they're gonna do throughout the show. So I think it's gonna be a fun time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the tenth annual uh, GSA drag show. So <laughs> that should be fun. And you know, one thing too that I forgot to mention last week is that students could be like could participate in the drag show hmm. also because they had like auditions and things. So you could um, dress up in drag if you would like to participate and dance and stuff, and you could can be in the show so yeah, the that was right 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 now <laughs> so that was um fun too to see like students that we see on campus dress up in drag and um participate so that mm-hmm. was fun um may 10th the west fest carnival um i already see like i mentioned before the rides are starting to like arrive in the commuter lot so that's always fun to see the build up and then to see the whole thing come together on friday um hopefully the weather is going to be good but Again, last year we were out there in the rain Mm. having a good time. So, you know, I I think it's going to be fun no matter what. And that's going to take place um, May 10th, Friday, May 10th. um, And it starts from 6 o'clock and it goes all the way to 11 p.m. And at 9 o'clock they have the fireworks. Hopefully, weather permitting, um, they'll be able to do the fireworks this year. So um, The rain will be over by then. I'm hoping so. I hope it doesn't rain at all because I know yesterday we were supposed to have like a thunderstorm, but like it didn't storm so like mm-hmm. that bad. So I'm hoping like they're wrong again. Like I'm hoping the weather people are just like don't know what they're talking about. Um, and then like we'll be good to go for Friday. Most of them went to WestCon and the meteorology program, yeah, so they yeah. do know what they're talking about. I know, but I hope, I hope like, oh, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> It's not that bad. I'm hoping so. I hope I so. But I, I think it's going to be a good time, and um, they're going to have funnel cakes, can, uh, candy corn, yeah, just everything, I, cotton candy, and like it's just a lot of sweets. So you it's going to be a fun it. time. No, you can't. And honestly, like I feel like everyone just has a good time there because it's just so much stuff to do. Even mm. if you're not a rides person, like they have games that you know you, you can win prizes and things right. like that, and it's. It's no cost to it, you know. It's just a fun celebration to kick off, I mean, to end the end of the year, you know, and to kind of kick off into finals week before everyone starts stressing and losing their heads. Um, you kind of see that happening now, but this is, you know, <laughs> before really the chaos starts to kick in. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's just a fun time. So, again, that starts um, Friday at 6 o'clock in the commuter's lot. It's hard to miss it on West Side, and it goes from 6 to 11 p.m. And if you come early, I believe the first 100 students get a free T-shirt. Oh. Yes, and a voucher to the food trucks. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you got to come early. Um, midnight breakfast is taking place May 13th, and this is for WCSU students only. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I could go serve if you I can. To. Yes, you can help uh, serve the students. And this is just a nice way because Monday is the start of finals week, and um, but kind of before like uh, the full week begins, they just try to uh, give us like a nice breakfast. And last year, I mean, well, last semester they did it on Midtown, and this year it's going to be on West Side. Oh. Um, so it's from. 
it starts at 11.30, and I believe it goes all the way kind of to 12.30, so it lasts for, like, a, a good hour. And they will have, like, French toast, pancakes, waffles, eggs, bacon, like, sausage, and fruit. And they, they had a lot of stuff for us to Sounds to good. It is. It was really good. And, like, you know, you get hungry suddenly at night, so you want to go and just take a break and be like, all right, let me go get some breakfast, you know, because – I know I did last year. I mean, last semester, I uh, yeah, I definitely went. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. I need to eat. I need to fill my brain because like, <laughs> I'm stressing right now. So this year, you're not going though, right? No, because I'm I'm actually done. Like yeah. I'm bragging because I'm done this week, <laughs> so I don't have finals next week. So like I'm done on Monday. So like, no waffles. Right, no waffles. But I can go home. And- <laughs> make oh. waffles i guess for myself as a celebration but um yeah this year i won't be attending because I, I don't have finals but i know my friends are my roommates are mm. um because they have finals throughout the whole week so it's just nice like I, I love this idea because it's just a nice way to just kind of relax and turn your brain off a little bit yeah. and just enjoy you know and also like to eat because some people do forget to eat you know as they're studying because they're so stressed out but um, it's just nice, and there's great food, um, thanks to Sodexo, and um, yeah, so it's it's a really fun event. Your friends will call at 12.30 a.m. and wake you up. Yeah, right? They're going to be like, um, Chateau, like, I'm at the breakfast, da, da, da. <laughs> like, they're just going <laughs> to, they're going to probably wake me up, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll to probably, I'll be you. expecting, yeah, I'll be expecting a phone call. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, we have to stay up, you're going to stay up, too. Okay. <laughs> You'll so have to I'll get be, up and eat some raisin bran. Right, or I'm gonna eat my cereal, but they're eating like a full-on uh, breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be—I don't know—it it should be fun. I think it's gonna be great, and um, it's nice that the faculty helps out also and helps serve. So I know you guys like don't like staying out late too much on campus, but I know a lot of faculty does, and um, it's great. <laughs> Are you saying because we're old? Is um, that why? Not really, no. But it's kind of weird seeing faculty like after a certain time on campus because oh, yeah. it's like. Like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? Go, like, go home. Like, <laughs> but it's just nice that everybody pit, uh, pitches in to help. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, yeah, it's a nice event. So, again, that's May 13th, um, Monday, May 13th. The Midnight Breakfast starts at 1130. Even though it's called the Midnight Breakfast, it starts at 1130. So, starts before midnight. <laughs> so, and it goes into midnight. So, come there early. Um, make sure you have your student ID ready because you're just going to take your um, number and you'll be all set to go. It's free though, right? It is free. Yeah. Um, there's no charge. Um, I think it's just to check to see how many, how much students yeah. are, are coming and what to prepare for and, and if we need more food and yeah. things like that. So, Good. But there's no charge. It's a free event. Yeah. And you can, I mean, you could bring your studying stuff, but I feel like this is a great way just to step away for a little bit and uh, yeah. kind of enjoy yeah. Don't bring your studying stuff. No, don't. Just leave it in the dorm, mm-hmm. in your car, wherever you're at. Just drop <laughs> it and just go get some food and have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's happening Monday. And then May 16th through the 18th is senior weekend for those seniors that are graduating. Mm. Um, it's not just open to seniors. I mean, it like seniors, obviously, it's, it's made for you, but others can join also. Um are you going to try to sneak in? No, I'm just going to wait till next year till it's my time. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for myself until, <laughs> like, I'm just going to wait till next year um, and enjoy the activities then. I'm just going to leave it for the seniors now because ultimately you want to be with your class. You want to, you know, have a good time and everything. Yeah. And they have, like, a lot of great events um, for the seniors. Um, it begins uh, May 16th, and this will be this event will take place in the Amber Room. 
um, from 6.30 to 10.30 p.m. on Thursday, May 16th, and then shuttle transportation will be provided. I believe this is like a dinner and kind of like a award ceremony thing. Hmm. Um, and it's also, there's going to be a dinner cruise on Friday, May 17th, and the pickup is going to be um, at the Westside Campus Center at 3.30 uh, PM, so that should be fun having yeah. dinner on like a cruise, and you can get all dressed up with your friends, take nice pictures, and eat. Um, I just hope nobody gets seasick because that's, I mean, it's gonna be kind of bad. But yeah. um, hopefully nobody does, and it, like it, you have a good time. But it, I mean, if you're not the person that can really do boats and stuff, I would suggest not doing this because I don't want you to get sick and ruin your time. Yeah, go to Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just go to Applebee's. I agree. <laughs> So that um, that's happening May 17th. And then there is a THC, the hops company, from 4 to 7 p.m. Uh, pickup on Westside Campus Center at 3 p.m. And you can buy tickets in a bundle. So for all three events, the tickets are $75. So that's not bad at all. No, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. I probably, like, without WCSU, it would probably be $75 for just one event. That's so. Right. It's nice that you get all of this for a week's event, so mm-hmm. to celebrate, you know, the a big accomplishment. Graduating and, you know, go celebrate with your friends and, and just have a good time. And I know there's a separate fee also because you can bring um, students that don't go don't attend WCSU. They can pay to go with you also. Mm. So there is a, a separate fee for that. Um, so, again, I would suggest um, going to all of these events. I just recently came from the Amber Room for the first time I had um, no the— kidding. The leadership thing, oh, yeah. yeah, at the Amber Room. So it was great, um, nice big space, and it was wonderful for taking pictures. Like mm-hmm. the scenery outside was beautiful. So um, that should be really fun, and I'm sure like the dinner cruise would even be even better. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure what the Hops Company is really hosting. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sure that would be fun too. Mm-hmm. Some kind of event. <laughs> it's either a bouncy house or yeah, beer. Yeah, right? I'm not. Yeah, but they're like. I don't know. It says the bus will be meeting at 3 p.m., so I don't know if you guys are... I don't know. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sure it'll be a fun event. So <laughs> just buy the ticket anyway. Just go, yeah. <laughs> right. Just go and have a good time and celebrate a big accomplishment because graduating, you know, you could finally be like, ha, ah, you know, <laughs> I, di- I'm, I did it. I'm done. You know, I made it. And on to the next journey in life. So I that's think right. that's great. And um, that will bring us in the conclusion of Westfest Week as, like, the event. So May 18th is the last one, and then May 20th is the commencement. So right. for the seniors that are graduating, um, congrats to them because, you know, that's that's huge. And right. it's going to be um, in Bridgeport at the Webster uh, arena, arena right. yeah, which is great because now you can um, invite your whole family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's big enough, so you can invite everyone. Exactly. So it's yeah, and I know um, my boss Daryl. He said that he's doing the announce. I think he's announcing some of the names this year. So really? yeah, I'm ho- he, I know he's been practicing, so I know he got it. He like, has a good voice for yes. that. Yes. <laughs> so it's the nineteenth, right? Oh, the nineteenth. The nineteenth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, I, thought, I thought you said the twentieth, but yeah, I, I could did be say wrong. the twentieth. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> Don't show up on That's the twentieth. Show up on the nineteenth. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that should be. I don't know. I think um, I haven't been to a graduation yet, but from what I heard last year was a beautiful ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't fall asleep because I know it's a lot of names, but the excitement just continues, you know, throughout. So it's just nice to hear, you know, and see all your friends and everything. And that's what I'm looking forward to this year and especially next year because all of my friends and I were graduating at the same time. So yeah. it's going to be a huge celebration. It'll so. be fun. Yeah. So congrats to all of those that um, the class of 2019. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. You it made it. Woo, deal. I know, right? It's a big <laughs> deal. Whether it's from kindergarten or, you know, uh, 
middle school, high school, or college, you know, it's, true. It's, a, it's a big accomplishment. Yeah. So, you know, I, I told my preschoolers yesterday because it was my last day at my internship mm. and I had to say goodbye. Um, and some of them are transitioning into kindergarten. And so they're having like a mini uh, graduation ceremony. And uh, I was just like, you know, this is just the start of one of many graduations, you know, promotions and things. So, and they didn't quite understand it. They were just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to kindergarten. You know, they're not really, sh- <laughs> they're not really understanding. Okay. I'm going to the next level, but um, you know, it's just one, like we all were in that position at one time and now we're here graduating from college. So it's Pretty just, incredible. A, it's a great accomplishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The journey of it all. So congrats to, to those. Did seniors. they cry when they learned it was your last day? No, they were kind of confused. Like, they were like, oh, so you're not coming back. So I had to kind of, like, tell them a lot of the time. Like, I'm, yeah, this is the last time seeing me. But I might surprise them and um, go to their graduation um, to see some of them, you know, yeah. off, and that would be nice. If but they I brought, remember you. Right. Well, maybe, I, hopefully. Maybe you know, kids like do. Dogs, right? Yeah. Kids really remember, remember, but they're quick to, like, love somebody else. Like, <laughs> if a new That's worker right. comes in there, they're just, like, all arms <laughs> with them. So, but I think the teachers were more sad to see us go because, mm. They were like, oh, we, we're going to miss your help and everything. And they were really nice. It was a really nice internship. Nice. So um, it was sad to see, you know, to have to leave. But, you know, it's, it's just all about growing and getting a new, you know, new journey. So I had to explain that to them. But I did brought, I, I got them some parting gifts. I got them some bubbles because they love bubbles. <laughs> like I said, but like they're obsessed with the bubbles. So mm-hmm. I got them like a huge container of bubbles. And oh, um, nice. I got them some chalk, too, because um, they love to play with the chalk outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they draw these yeah, pictures right so it was nice so um and what are you doing over the summer then over the summer i'm going to be working and just getting stuff ready for fall mm. yeah so basically yeah so um i'm the president of the black social workers now so i'm getting all the activities and the club events and everything that consists of that together during the summertime so i won't be stressing myself out for fall then also getting stuff ready for um the intercultural affairs office all the events that's coming up because Sooner than you know, you know, it's fall again and all these events are going to start taking place. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be ready for podcasts come fall <laughs> with all the events. I'm going to have all the list yeah, of events. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> so, yeah, just getting that ready. And then also I'm going to just take some self-care time and just relax a little bit and kind of um, put my mind at ease and just try to relax and enjoy the summer a little bit. And hopefully we get, like, nice hot weather consistently <laughs> so I can hit the beach every day kind of. But, um, yeah, that's basically, you know, what I'm doing and just – planning and scheduling things out and just uh, deep, deep, you know, stressing. (laughs) That's good. It'll go pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, hopefully, you know, it's, it's kind of like bittersweet because this is the last summer before senior year. So like, I don't know if my summer is ever going to look like this again, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to have really a summer vacation (laughs) again. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting. So that's why I'm trying to, like, enjoy this one and uh, enjoy it while I have it because, you know, senior year is right there. That's right. And then I'll be in the position that uh, these seniors are right now, So, which is fun but kind of nerve-wracking too. So. And yeah. is your mom all supportive of all that for the summer? Yes. Yeah. They're, my parents are very supportive. So they're just like, my mom was like really big on me, like just en- enjoying my summer and things like that. She's like, I don't want you stressing. Like you're, you were so busy during the year. Why don't you just take time to, <laughs> you know, de-stress? And I was like, I am. But like, I also like to have some, something to do. Um, that's just the way I operate. Honestly, mm-hmm. I need something to do. Or I get very bored. <laughs> And I end up finding something anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I just I constantly like need something to do. And also I just I'm a firm believer in like um just still like 
constantly educating your mind and keeping your mind running so mm-hmm. that you won't just it won't just, you know, freeze over during the summertime. And then when school starts back up, you just kind of like got to wake it up again. Right. So that's why I Crack try to. Ice. Yeah, that's why I try to like just keep it going throughout the summer so that when school does start up, I'm not just like it's not waking up a beast like, oh, wake up. It's time to wake <laughs> up, and, you know, operate again. So I try to keep that going also. That's good. Yeah. So just to double check, you're not coming in for the podcast over the summer. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the end of August I'll be back because I'll be back at the office too. So, yeah, the end of August we could start it up again. And uh, and there's there's events happening over the summer also. There's – freshman orientation happening in Mm. June. Um, There's some meditation workshops, some uh, um, internship workshops also happening in June. So again, if you have the WCSU app, all the events are listed and they have the events listed for June also. So if you are on campus, because some people do stay on campus over the summer, if you're working on campus or anything, um, there are events still happening and you can still, you know, get work done and still learn while you're um, during summer. So yeah. Yeah. And you're going to be doing some of that, too. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> good. Well, hey, it's been a good semester, yes. Chantal. We've had a good podcast and uh, got new fans, and yeah. uh, you've done a great job. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll start it up in August again, right? Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you again to our producer, Scott Volpe, and engineer, Pete Puccio. Without them, you would not be able to listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. So reward their hard work by subscribing and leaving a comment. You know you want to, so get busy. For Chantel Williams, I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is WCSU 411.